Well, hi, good morning. Welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. And oh my goodness, I heard the most beautiful sermon from Dr. Charles Stanley. And he coincidentally was talking about the importance of prayer. And he said, yes, yes, yes. We are to put prayer number one in our day. So we're doing it. I'm so glad that you're praying with me. I hope that, um, you know, by sharing my ritual of prayers and what I read is helping to guide you in getting your communication and your connection uh, going with God. Okay. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I'm well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold me and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit cast out anything that should not be in me, mend what is broken, root out any unproductive cells, open any blocked arteries or veins, and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas, so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit, so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And we'll be right back after this message. Okay, you know, I always read the Proverbs day for date. Today is the 14th of March. These are our marching orders and instructions from God, in my humble opinion. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. Whoever fears the Lord walks uprightly, but those who despise him are devious in their ways. A fool's mouth lashes out with pride, but the lips of the wise protect them. Where there are no oxen, the manger is empty, but from the strength of an ox come abundant harvests. An honest witness does not deceive, but a false witness pours out lies. The mocker seeks wisdom and finds none, but knowledge comes easily to the discerning. Stay away from a fool, for you will not find knowledge on their lips. 
The wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. Fools mock at making amends for sin, but goodwill is found among the upright. Each heart knows its own bitterness and no one else can share its joy. The house of the wicked will be destroyed, but the tent of the upright will flourish. There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. Even in laughter the heart may ache and rejoicing may end in grief. The faithless will be fully repaid for their ways and the good rewarded, rewarded for theirs. The simple believe anything, but the prudent give thought to their steps. The wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is hot-headed and yet feels secure. A quick-tempered person does foolish things, and the one who devises evil schemes is hated. The simple inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. Evildoers will bow down in the presence of the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor are shunned even by their neighbors, but the rich have many friends. It is a sin to despise one's neighbor, but blessed is the one who is kind to the needy. Do not those who plot evil go astray, but those who plan what is good find love and faithfulness. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. The wealth of the wise is their crown, but the folly of fools feel, yields folly. A truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is deceitful. Whoever fears the Lord has a secure fortress and for their children, it will be a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. A large population is a king's glory, but without subjects, a prince is ruined. Whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. When calamity comes, the wicked are brought down, but even in death, the righteous seek refuge in God. Wisdom reposes in the heart of the discerning, and even among fools, she lets herself be known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. A king delights in a wise servant, but a shameful servant arouses his fury. Amen. Uh, let's get a word from In Touch Magazine. It says, a passionate demonstration when the Lord overturned tables in the temple court, he drove out money changers along with people buying and selling goods. By all accounts, this was a passionate demonstration. 
Jesus purposely expressed his convictions and took action. Remembering this is helpful as we think about attachment and detachment, it highlights that being passionate about something can be totally different from a passion that draws us away from God. Imagine how often Jesus passed those tables and chose to do nothing until it was the right time to act. But pausing didn't mean he was indifferent. His decision to act when he did, not sooner or later, came out of his obedience to the Father and from his love and concern for the world. Freedom results from confronting and relinquishing unhealthy attachments but we also should be motivated by love and consideration for the world without getting caught up in it. Do you relate to the way Jesus took action in the temple courts? When you see an unhealthy attachment in your life, do you tend to respond rashly or with prayerful consideration? Good questions. Okay. God's promises day by day. Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. The path of the righteous is a narrow winding trail up a steep hill. At the top of the hill is a cross. At the base of the cross are bags countless bags full of innumerable sins. Calvary is the compost pile of guilt. Would you like to leave yours there as well? We'll be right back. Okay, God's way day by day. Doing God's will. I do not seek my own, but will. I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. What is God's will, you may ask? God's will is for you to keep his commandments, obey his directives about where to go, what to do, what to say. Take care of the people and things that God has given to you. Use the natural talents and abilities that God has built into your life. Use the ministry gifts God imparted to you at the time of your salvation. Okay, commanding your morning. What will you choose to believe? As soon as we heard these things, our hearts melted, neither did there remain any more courage in anyone because of you for the Lord your God he is God in heaven, above and on earth beneath. While the Israelites were calling those in Canaan giants, the hearts of those giants were melting in fear of the Israelites. Instead of listening to Joshua and Caleb, whose words filled the atmosphere with faith, they chose instead to suck all hope from their surroundings by listening instead to the other 10 spies who spoke only of their inability and the greatness of their enemies. They even tried to repent when they realized what they had done and decided to try to obey God in taking the land, but it was too late. 
their own words had already undone them. Father, thank you for giving me absolute assurance that you are in control. I greet obstacles with rock solid faith. I arise today knowing that you hear and answer prayer. Father, release divine angelic escorts to safely lead me into godly places. The light of your word illuminates my path. By its principles, I blaze new trails and defy the status quo. I discover new horizons within my chosen field. I walk in step with you. I remain in perfect peace because I put my trust in you and not in man. In Jesus' name, amen. Prayers in the wilderness, a meditation of thanksgiving. Father, I thank you for another day. I am blessed with another opportunity to be a vessel of thanksgiving. I do not take your love for granted, nor do I overlook your grace and mercy, which embrace me every day. You are the joy that abides within me, the peace that comforts me, the love that protects me. Without you, I am nothing. I am so thankful to be your daughter. I have the benefit of speaking to you every day and knowing you are waiting to hear from me. Your listening ear provides me with the blessed assurance essential for my existence. Your answers to my prayers prevent me from wandering aimlessly without a purpose or a plan. Even though my natural being desires to know all the chapters in the book you have written for my life, I am thankful you only reveal one moment at a time, one day at a time, one circumstance at a time. To know my entire journey and the order of my steps would overwhelm me. So I am grateful that as my loving father, you are teaching me to yield to your sovereign power and unconditional love. Thank you, Father, for teaching me to seek you first, which is the true order of life. You never promised me a life without problems or afflictions, but daily prayers of thankfulness and gratitude keep me covered with your grace and mercy. I know I must endure trials. I am aware spiritual growth, growth can only develop through spiritual testing and affliction is part of the fabric of life. Yes, I am thankful for the strength you provide in the wilderness, the lessons you teach, and the battles you fight on my behalf. I thank you, Father, that your word is true. You promised me in Hebrews 13, 5, you would never leave me nor forsake me, and you never have. So thank you for a love I cannot earn buy, or sell, but you give it to me freely and unconditionally. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 100. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Psalm 105. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, 
call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, sing to him, sing psalms to him, talk of all his wondrous works, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. First Thessalonians, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen. God's purpose for your life. Free from regret. If the sun makes you free, you will be free indeed. I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I hadn't made that decision or agreed to that. Do you ever look back over your life and feel regret? If so, it's likely you've experienced some type of emotional wound, one that may be marked by ongoing guilt or shame. It is understandable. Living in a fallen world, we are bound to make mistakes that leave a painful mark. In fact, the phrase, I wish I had never, is a warning indicator that there is something deep within you that needs to be made right with God. Mm. As a believer, you know you're under the blood of Jesus and forgiven of your sins. If you've confessed and repented on your transgressions, you know he is faithful to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. But remember that sin at its core is trying to get your needs met your way rather than God's. There's something within you that still has trouble trusting him. Therefore, if you're struggling with regrets today, go to God, ask him to reveal the true source of your pain. He will not only heal you, but teach you to get your needs met his way and with his freedom. Jesus, only you know how to set me free from these regrets. Lead me to liberty, my savior. Amen. Awesome. <laughs> oh boy, that feels so good. Dedicating this to Nicole Deandra, my beautiful daughter who listens every day. I love it. My daily prayer, dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead for I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. 
He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I wanna leave you with this beautiful saying, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. And where there is God, there is no need. Have a fantastic day. I love you. God loves you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Be blessed.